Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, my holiday. Um, oh, yes. When do you go? So I go, we go on the 1st of August um, for a week. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's And tell exciting. me everything. Where are you going? What are your plans? What's your wardrobe? So we're going to Germany, uh, visit my parents, but we're not going to stay with them because we thought that might not be a good idea. So that would be odd because I don't think I've ever done that, stayed somewhere oh, really? else in the same so town. So you booked a hotel or something? Yeah, it's a little um, little house um, oh. Yeah, that we booked, so that would be really interesting. And oh. I spent absolutely ages booking tickets for the swimming pool um, oh my goodness I've been thinking of you yeah some have opened haven't they so. yeah but that that's for Germany and there was just something odd going on with a website where you put in one date and then suddenly when you went to the basket it was another date and so it just drove me insane and for for each day you had to put in everyone's taught the details of everyone and so it, it's I understand oh you know it, it has to be that way but I just had to do it like three times and it drove me insane but I've done that and in terms of wardrobe I don't do you have know. a new swimsuit I mean I feel you should it's a yeah big thing. although I think we've spoken about this before in in my hometown we have this amazing department store which oh, yes. you know grew from one building into like five oh. or ten or whatever And they have a really good um, selection of swimwear, so I might Ooh. just leave it for for that. Yeah, that sounds like that mm. would be fun. Because yes. I feel like, you know, you love swimming so much, it needs to be marked as a, as a great occasion. I know, and I'm not sure we're going to manage to go here before we leave. Then I, extra, extra yeah. has to be marked. Yeah, but what about you? Well, I've been thinking about holiday wardrobes two because we've booked two weeks in Whitstable in August oh how marvellous and I can't wait mm -hmm. I really I love where I live but I feel like my brain's going to explode from just being in a tiny radius from my yeah. house for so long so the thought of being by the sea I'm just in overdrive of excitement mm. I'm already wondering because usually my base color is navy blue for a holiday yeah But I'm wondering whether to go for black as my base color. Oh, that's an interesting I pivot. I know. It could happen. Hmm. So I'm thinking, hmm, where do I go from there? So I'm thinking pale pink. I'm thinking white. I'm thinking coral. Oh. As accent. That sounds Because like coral's good. always an accent color for me, but it might be brought into play a bit more. Mm. So I'm just, you know... Essentially, any time I'm not marking a dissertation, I'm running through holiday outfits in my head. Yeah. That's really what's going on well, the whole time. That's very good. I always admire your, your precision planning for the... It's precise. I'm also thinking about, you know, bags, because I have my weekend bag. I then have my tote bag, and then I have my small bag for any holiday. So it's like suites of bags. And like, do I go all one color? Do I do complementary colors? Do I do clashing, but excitingly clashing? 
that you can even contemplate having these different combinations I'm very impressed by. Well, I think it's to do with being a spoiled brat who <laughs> obsesses over these things and collects things and keeps them for years. I read oh, this God. article by Lou Stoppard in um, the New York Times about her mm. handbag and how, um, you know, in the last months when we haven't been out much. I mean, yes. I haven't used my bag since mid-March. No, I haven't. I use a tote usually when I go out um, or I don't need anything. I don't need to take anything. And apparently that's, yeah, not uncommon. Which yeah, makes it's sense. weird because mm. I do love my bags and I enjoy... I'm constantly switching bags as well. Yeah, I'm outfits. I'm a monogamous type when it comes to when it comes you to are, many things. When it comes to many things, but bags, <laughs> bags as well, bags as well. <sighs> oh, I've just remembered. I've got a lovely bag I bought in the south of France that's pink and white gingham with a black floral print on it. Oh, that would work with your now black that, that base seems like color. it's going with my palette, doesn't it? Yeah, very much so. Very oh la la, so. well that changes everything. It's so nice when you remember a, mm. an item of clothing yet forgotten. Yes, oh, so good. So that's really dominating my life really mm -hmm. at the moment, the excitement of getting out of the house. Yeah, same and going here. <laughs> further than Brixton Windmill, <laughs> although I love Brixton Windmill. But, you know, I also want to mention to you Yes. Just briefly, yes. that everyone needs to just chill about Fashion Week because this is my thought, Beatrice. Okay. As you know, I was already saying let's do something else. Mm. I mean, I have no authority here, but I believe in my own authority, so I'm going to say it's been one Fashion Week, two if we count, you know, the menswear and then the couture. It took decades for the original catwalk show to evolve yes you're not going to in one week when you didn't know this was going to be how you'd show crack the way to show it digitally mm -hmm. so let's just let's just let it happen gradually people and not think that everybody has to have solved this new thing immediately and what are i've only sort of been observing it at the margins I watched one film which was and I should know which designer it was it's like it's set in a wood with lots of fairies and myths and oh was it the door Dior yeah I think it was yeah it was the Dior the women's one. yeah but have people been complaining well that one they complained about because she only cast white models mm, mm, yeah I so did, she needs I did, to wake yeah. up from mm. that particular fantasy um There's been well, I think people have sort of said it's just not the same. I think I think there's been the comments that too many of them are kind of atmospheric and like teasers for the main clothing. And there's obviously like buyers need to see the actual clothes in detail. Yeah, although so they they do that in the showroom normally. I mean, they well, don't do exactly. that on the catwalk. And it, and it's like again, it's like well, so maybe you need. I mean, Loewe, the Jonathan Anderson. Um, did a sort of beautiful box that had lots of lovely things and was very delicious seeming. So it seems like it will be a combination of things targeted at different people who need to get specific things from mm. shows. Yeah. 
But as I say, I just think everybody calm down. Calm down, you can't yeah. do it in one week. Mm. And, and especially when everybody's been through and going through this terrible time and then having to do this on top of the terrible yeah. time and then not knowing that's what they're planning for. Yeah. And I think let's just let it ride mm. and and just see how it goes. Yeah. That's, I mean, I it's agree. part of my holiday mood emerging. I agree. I totally agree with you. As yes. so often. Um, <laughs> we are in sync. Yeah. Let's just yeah. be real. Yeah. It's it's reminding me of that picture I sent you of Cody yesterday yeah. where I was in the middle of marking and he just very determinedly climbed onto me and made me cradle him like a baby. Yeah. And it's like that's I think more the mindset we need to have. Yeah. He wanted just you to cuddle have a rest. your dog yeah. and be calm. Okay. Okay. Then I also want to tell you about two books I've been reading. Can okay. I do that? Yes, please. Okay. I read Britt Bennett's book, Vanishing Half, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Have you read it? No, and I, I... It's really good. I don't know anything about it. Okay, well, it's about twins in this imaginary town in, in 50s America, and they grew up in this town where only very pale-skinned black people live. And one of the twins, they leave the town, one of the twins returns, and the other one goes and lives in I think in California and passes as white mm-hmm. and then it's like the repercussions for them but also their daughters one of whom the the one who passes marries a white man and has a daughter who thinks she is completely white oh, mm. and then the the other twin has a child who is very dark-skinned and then the two daughters meet up mm. Oh, that sounds really interesting. It's really fascinating. Mm. And, yeah, really, really good. So I recommend that. The other book I've been reading is Helen Rappaport's book, Four Sisters, which is about the four Romanoff daughters. Oh, really? Wow. And it's not the kind of book I usually read. Mm. I've read much more on the Russian Revolution, but I thought, let's, you know, let's find out. And it's really fascinating. I mean, it's fascinating for many reasons. Partly because it's so weird to be reading about that period and be focusing on them and not the revolution. Mm. You know, it's like I keep thinking, but isn't that happening right Mm. now as well? And I mean, obviously it comes into it, but it's from there, it's it's focused on them. And it's so fascinating how kind of photographed and filmed they are and how potent, their image still is and this sort of it's almost like they were ghosts from the start if you see what I mean because I know this is me looking back retrospectively but the way that they're these black and white blurry images and these sort of and because they're so pretty as well it's like yeah they're they're like these little Edwardian ghosts and I think also well, I don't know. I when you were talking, I I had some images in my head, and they always yes. wear white as well. I can't yes. recall them wearing. There, there must be images of them wearing something else, but I can only see them in white flouncy things. Mm. And also, it's very eerie because it's yesterday was the hundred year anniversary of them being killed. Oh, really? Mm. So it's like this weird macabre story, and because their murderers, it kind of 
didn't want everything to come out immediately. It kind of worked for them for their to sort of be mystery about it and and intrigue and discussion. It's like they've lived on as these, you know, symbols of the Romanov dynasty and everything. Yeah, and I remember in the 70s, wasn't there one or several people who claimed to be one of yes. them? Anasta Anastasia? Anastasia, yeah, the, Anastasia, the younger one. Yeah, the and youngest that, one. There was stuff in the papers about her all the time. Yeah, and it's just, it's just so weird, and also this sort of obsession with them as lost royals is very weird. What do you, you, what do you mean then? Well, I just mean of of this kind of because I read this article by where the author was interviewed, where she was saying about how. In Russia, there was, you know, there, there's still a kind of, not a cult of them, but, you know, like, um, you know, celebrations of anniversaries in relation to them. And this, you know, although they were, they were killed, but there's still this kind of nostalgia for what they represented, even though what they mm. represented Wasn't was not very good. good. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, and just this sort of, you know, there's all this discussion of them going... You know that they went on their their yacht at one point of the year, and the different palaces they lived in, and it's so grand and so over the top. But then they also, the four daughters and and um, their mother worked in um, hospitals during the First World War, so they mm. were sisters of mercy, which is what the nurses were called then. And mm. it's you know, and how the officers, not the officers, the, the soldiers would want their photographs taken with them in the hospitals and yeah it's just this sort of idea of you you think of that as a much more contemporary thing to happen but this idea that they lived as images then yes and it's almost like they're doppelgangers you know or like i don't know if you can have four doppelgangers <laughs> but you know this idea of like they're it's almost like they're four of the same person that's almost, true mm. that they're just these and it's i mean it's almost like the way with models that they often use models who look alike yeah do you know what i mean this mm -hmm. there's some power in replication and it's like and then yeah so I, yeah i'm reading that at the moment that sounds really interesting too mm, it is interesting and did and then, you finally manage to look at your catalog i did it's so good bitches <laughs> it's the willie smith um, street couture catalogue from Cooper Hewitt and I, I think the exhibition still hasn't opened in real life mm. but the book is so much fun it's like because he's such an important figure and he's so often ignored mm. as so many black designers are in fashion history and it's it's like it's just really great because it's it gives you I think a good sense of the exhibition in that it really focuses on people who collaborated or worked with him and people's memories of him and you get a really strong sense of his personality i think through so, it so is think, it like the website quite a bit which also yes. has all the person yes. testimonies yeah a lot of i think i don't know if all but a lot of that is is in the book as well there are a lot more pictures in the book um, but I think it's nice they've done that website. I think the website is amazing. It's so good, yeah. isn't it? Mm. I think the only thing, but maybe I've been through, there is so much and I've spent quite a lot of time looking mm. at it, but I, don't, I still haven't looked at every single post. Yes. Um, 
the only thing I would have liked, I guess maybe that's a good thing that it's not on the website, or maybe I haven't found it, is I would have liked to have seen the clothes, you know, not, not in a fashion shoot or so, like you would see them in an exhibition, I guess. Oh, that's an interesting point. I didn't think of that. Do they have that in the book? I wonder if they got to that point. No. Oh. I wonder if they've, like, I wonder what stage they were at with the exhibition when lockdown happened. I have a feeling I read somewhere, but maybe I'm mixing it up with another one, that it opened one day. Oh, really? But maybe I'm mixing that up and then they had to close. Um, wow, but then you know, the um, the Met they they somehow managed to photograph everything they put on display, but most people just don't have time. It's usually such a mad yes scramble. No, but you're right because I think I mean I love seeing all the all the photographs, and I love that that you get really different kinds of editorials and you get yeah. publicity and sketches. It's really rich and varied. But you're right, it, that would be interesting to see them, cause, because you do look at clothes differently, don't you, when you see them on a, yeah. on a, in a museum context, and it would be interesting to have that as another view. I mean, maybe once it can open officially for longer than a day, maybe it will be possible to see that as well. Because, yes, it would be interesting, you know, it was making me think, it's so lively, the book, which is quite an achievement for a I don't yes. mean books aren't lively, but you know what I mean. Mm. It's it's very, yeah, it, it gives you such a sense of his importance of how he was looking at what people were wearing on the street. But I feel like, and, and kind of how they moved and how they, their gestures and their styling and then translating it into his work, which is so kind of free and there's such a spirit to his work of kind of everydayness, but it's it's like your ideal everyday mm. wear isn't it and it's it's very much in line with american fashion and, and art. i i didn't know about the i'm using an old-fashioned term here like unisex aspect of it i thought that was really interesting and that even on the buttrick patterns there were would be men and and women wearing yeah, the same thing which i great? think that must be quite unusual oh i think so i think he's really like super important and you know, needs to be, you know, not inserted. He was already there. It needs yeah. to be written about in terms of American, but also global fashion of of these kind of oversized clothes. But they're not shapeless. They've got a real distinctive Willie Smith shape to them. But yeah, the fact that you can layer, there's so much kind of layering. layering exactly. And, mm. Yeah, and as you say, kind of they're sort of gendered free or gender neutral and like really deep genuine collaborations with people not just oh I will put your print as a pattern on a mm. t-shirt and yeah I love the the patterns as you say the butterick patterns where they're for men and women which is mm. great yeah and I love on the website I particularly also like which is sort of almost going to um seeing the actual clothes um mm. is that there's quite a lot of people talking about their one or several pieces of Willie Smith they had yes. and there you get a bit more how it would have worked not styled for the catwalk or for a show yes and and it's really nice because it shows that his clothes were the kind that people felt a real connection with yes um I can't remember who it is but someone says about how you didn't feel uncomfortable like 
you were representing the designer yes. in their clothes, you know what I mean? But you felt like it belonged to you and that's really nice. And and also his amazing fashion shows. And mm. I really want to look up, I haven't had time yet, to see if you can see any of the films, the short films that were made. I really want to see this one that they made in Dakar. Yeah, um, there are some films on there, but I, again, I've only just seen one. There, it's just so much. I mean, I think I know it's really mm. the website is so much fun and, and it's so exciting. And also the way it's designed, I really like. It's sort of yes, yeah. No, it it really it's very coherent with the book, and I I expect with the show as well, which is really nice. And I think and I think again goes with his strong sense of design aesthetic because he's I love his office with the white yes, bricks the office <laughs> is great yeah. it's so good I want my office to be like that even though I'm not actually allowed in my office at the moment I would like it to be like that when I go back and there's an image of uh, his showroom as well which is really great yes mm. yeah and really interesting to think about him um in relation to like Fubu and Carl Carney and the, the the like streetwear designers that became so popular and important in the 90s and to kind of put all of these together to think about how you have like the history of American fashion as a distinct genre from maybe like shirt waisters, denim, etc. But then you have kind of sportswear and the development of kind of casual but smart and separates and intersecting and and it all and then you have like this amazing wow. range of people of black designers in the 70s like um him scott barry um stephen burrows that who are really experimenting in clothing that can really move with the body can you hear coda he yes i did i heard him just yeah I feel I want to interpret that as him supporting me in my analysis of American fashion, but it maybe he feels I've left someone important out. <laughs> what I, I don't know. What I kept wondering, but that's because at the time I didn't know about Willie Smith, I'm mm. ashamed to say, but I I kept wondering about the relationship to, to brands like Fiorucci and Goldie. Yes, um, that's interesting, yes. Because I think there's a sort of similar aesthetic, but I don't quite know how time-wise how it relates. I um, guess it's similar. I mean, I feel like Fiorucci's more disco-y, isn't it? Yeah. But there are sort of elements within that. Mm. But it, it is a kind of freedom of body And the layers, like fashion, you say. Isn't it? Mm. And layers, which even like Comme des Garçons, it, it's all... And like Norma Kamali, it, it all kind of is is part of a whole. But I feel he's really distinct. I mean, I remember, I think the shop used to be in, his shop was in Covent Garden. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I, can, I really think it was there. Because I had a Willie Ware watch, I remember, which mm. I was very thrilled with. But yeah, I loved the way from the start he was so keen to design for everyone and wanting it to be accessible and it's like because it was reminding me do you remember when we were talking about the Holston yes. film and and what happened with and him he when he designed Penny, it Penny, yeah, yeah. exactly and it was like I was thinking Willie where Willie Smith was actually achieved this mm. because he was making clothing that was accessible I mean not like cheap cheap but accessible and that was so appropriate for such a range of people and that was so free and you know casting models who were different shapes and sizes 
and you know color inclusive and mm. it's like why have people got such short memories yeah do they <laughs> explain how he managed to make things relatively affordable well i don't know i mean they i don't know if it's he he was clever with manufacturing because mm. that's often what it is is the, is the kind of fabrics that you're using and yeah. then whether they can be i guess there's also as it's not about fit you can maybe cut better i mean it is a kind of fit it is a fit but do you know what i mean it's not restrictive to the body i don't know if that makes yeah. it better mm. i mean i liked that in the on the website and in the book you get such a strong sense of him working with indian manuf manufacturers yes. and fabric mm. makers that, mm. you, that, that they are part of his collaborative experiment if you like yeah. and that he's it's it's completely embedded and he's inspired by them and they're inspired by him and you know that he you get this strong sense of how he's integrating all elements of his work mm. and i suppose it's also that that's where he's aiming for from the start it's not like he starts off like halston doing high end and then is thinking sure. how do i now mm. translate it that's mm. that's what the thinking is from the start yeah And the uh, the um, relationship with art, I also thought was interesting. So amazing. Yeah, I didn't so know amazing. he was involved with Crystal. No, I didn't mm. know that he made that wedding dress. Mm. That's amazing. Yes, absolutely. So amazing. Yeah. I wish we could see the exhibition. I know. I hope they do, like many people now, like a sort of walkthrough or something. Oh, yes. open again. That um, would be so nice. I think that is one one of the few things that are good about this period, is you, you actually do get to see things that are somewhere that's else. That's true. Um, yeah, that's true. I know it's not, it's not the same. And I think there's some fears that then people don't come, but I think it really is I a different know, thing. Think... I think it's a different thing, and I think if anything, it would encourage more yeah. people to go. Yeah, I think so too. But I think the I think the way they've done the book and the website is just excellent. I think it's in each case it it gives such a strong sense of him and his importance at the time and his legacy and and his importance to people. People as exactly. Well as yeah. That that I think comes across really strongly, strongly, which is such a beautiful thing and is why his work is so great because he's continually looking at and relating to people around him and also the just the way it's designed the website it's quite it's just so simple which is mm, so nice it looks great yeah you can really concentrate and i'm just looking at the page which with all the testimonies and it's just in mm. alphabetical order and that's just maybe something silly to say but it just I don't know, they don't, there's no hierarchy, you know, it's exactly. not, which I really like. No, I think that's really important. Mm. It's really important. No, it, it feels, and it feels like everyone was included at the time when he was designing and everyone is included now. And that seems like a really super important thing. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's really wonderful when you, I was going to say see an exhibition, When you don't see an exhibition, that does that, that you get yeah. such a sense that the person is being honoured, but their work in their kind of working process and the way they thought is being honoured. That's true. That, I guess it's a really good compliment because that that would be interesting to see how they try to do that in the exhibition because that's maybe more difficult 
to do yes. in, in an exhibition. That's true. It's easier done in a book or on a, on a website, I think. Yeah. Might be wrong. Yeah, because with the book and I think and the website, there's you feel really there's a sense of intimacy, like you're being brought into this group and participating. That's true. Yeah. So yes, yes, we we want to see the film of the show. Yes. Well, yes. Hopefully, okay. someone will indulge us. Someone, yeah. <laughs> we will send that thought out into the universe. Yeah. And hope it is transmitted yeah. clearly. Yeah, hope the universe will respond accordingly. Exactly. Yeah. If we want it enough, we'll will it into being. Okay. On that note. <laughs> exactly. I'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.